and we are live. Let's get after it, man. It's D'Angelo Palladino. You already know what's going on. Hit that like button, slide to that subscribe, and roll right into that notification bell for all future videos and updates. And leave a comment, too. You know what I'm saying? Leave it down there. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you want to see. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. Today, we're going to talk about my boy, Marcus Randall L. If you don't know, you about to find out. Let's get right into it. Used to roam the city in the GT coupe. Got repossessed, I was hurting. Hey, I quit my job, I was working. Invested in myself, I was certain. Knew that I would blow. Took a risk, 5K into a show. I lost 1500 at the door. What else? Come on, soul. See when you were bosses, I go. Bitch, I lost everything but hope. Alright, cool. So we're going to jump right into this here. We got the news uh, that dropped it. They dropped a video, um, you know, telling telling everything about day three. Yeah, day, yeah, third day, you know what I'm saying, of the of the murder trial. So I, I thought I would share this with y'all. It'd be good. So so let's get right into it. Courtroom. A retired officer with the Janesville Police Department said they found copper bullet casings in Sierra Winchester's body. And on top of that, a medical examiner also confirmed that both victims cause of death ended up being gunshot wounds gotcha, as bitch. the autopsy photos were displayed friends and family of the victims hugged each other and cried at those difficult images to watch reporting live in janesville i'm katherine merck for news three now i couldn't imagine you know what i'm saying couldn't imagine i could not imagine bro imagine having to you know look at the images of your family members Woo. let's get back to it my bad Catherine, thank you, and Catherine will be there throughout the trial, bringing you live minute-by-minute -minute updates on her Twitter page this week and next. Follow the Twitter handle at the bottom of your screen for the very latest, and of course, you'll also find more updates on our website, channel3000.com. So yeah, let's 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 restart it. My bad. We're gonna restart it. I gotta I gotta pull it back up here. But yeah, so essentially while this thing's loading, essentially what happened is you got an ex-Wisconsin player. Day three in the double murder trial of a former Badger football player today was an emotional one. Marcus Randall faces... You got an ex-Wisconsin ex player, right, who gets into the drug game after playing football. He was a wide receiver. And after, you know, 10, 10, 12 years, he's still involved. He gets involved with, you know, a bunch of people, I'm sure, that aren't conducive to, you know, what his values were, turning him into to something completely different than what he believed himself to be. Gets a girl, right? They're kicking it off, whatever. And... Over time, you know what I'm saying, he starts to get paranoid. He starts to get paranoid in himself and in, in what's going on. And kills her and then kills another lady. All because of his paranoia. He thinks that they're ratting him out. So here we go. Video's loaded. Let's get after it. 
Homicide and weapons-related charges in the shooting deaths of Brittany McAdory and Sierra Winchester. The women were found shot near the interstate in Janesville back in February of 2020 and later died at a hospital. McAdory's vehicle was later found in Illinois, where Randall L. was spotted at a gas station with blood on his hands. A number of Winchester's friends told police they saw multiple arguments. Let's fix this quality. You know what I'm saying? We on 360. Let's turn him to 720. Let's get right after him. Between her and Randall L. before her death, Randall L. accused Winchester of owing him money and stealing pills from him. Our Catherine Merck joins us live now from See, the Rock County Courthouse in James. Disconnect because the video that we're about to watch after this, the dude says that he was paranoid. But in, in, the, in this video, in the, in the news clip, they say that she stole pills from him. So keep that in mind. Bill, to tell us about what she heard in the courtroom today. Catherine. The double homicide at the center of this case happened nearly three years ago. And so for the witnesses who took the stand today, their memory reflected just that. It was difficult for many of them to recall the events from the early morning hours of February 10th, 2020. This is surveillance footage from the Bucky's gas station in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Allegedly, Marcus Randall L. came into the gas station, asked for gas money, and had blood on his hands. The employee who worked at the gas station testified today, but he said he couldn't match the man in the video yeah. with the blood on his hands to Randall L. He said it was difficult to remember what happened three years ago, but he did remember his interaction with the man in the video after it was played in court. He came in and said, I need help. I need gas money. I'm lost and stranded. I gave him gas money. At first, I was hesitant to give him gas money because right. I'm not just handing out money to anybody. I don't know. You know what After I'm their testimony, hey, EOD, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I would have probably done the same thing. I would have probably gave him, you know, gas money, but would have been a little confused as to why he had blood on his hands. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? All I know is I'm doing, you know, I'm being a great person. You feel me? That's just me. Prosecutors showed autopsy hey, photos to the this courtroom. Dude, this dude deserves one of these. He's stupid. For not remembering. Let's get back to it. A retired officer with the Janesville Police Department said they found copper bullet casings in Sierra Winchester's body. And on top of that, a medical examiner also confirmed that both victims cause of death ended up being gunshot wounds as the autopsy photos were displayed friends and family of the victims hugged each other and cried at those difficult images to watch yeah. reporting live in janesville i'm catherine merck for news three now catherine thank you and Ka so yeah you know what i'm saying that's that's the news article or the news video so we're gonna go right into my boy jay the black okay and he details it into you know everything that he believes it to be and uh, goes into a little bit more detail than that. Okay, so so this will give you guys a better understanding, um, you know, as to to everything that's transpiring. Okay, so let's let's get after it. This one, let's go. What's going on, guys? I'm Jada Black. Shout out to everyone tuning in. I want to talk about a guy by the name of Marcus Randall L. He is the before we get into it look look <laughs> tell me tell me this don't so so keep keep an eye on what dude looked like at the top left right tell me that this don't sound like him let me see if i can find it 
Try me, bitch. <laughs> Try me, bitch. All right, my bad. Let's get back. The brother of former NFL wide receiver Antoine Randall L. Yep. He himself, Marcus, played at the University of Wisconsin. That's why I have the Wisconsin background there. Standout wide receiver. Didn't make it as far as his brother did, but he hey, decided. Now keep that in mind. Didn't make it as far as his brother did, and I'm going to go into detail about, about that. You'll see here in a second. Decided to get involved in illegal activity, and he was dating a woman by the name hey, of. Be sure to like and subscribe. T.R. Winchester. She is at the bottom right hand corner. He was involved in a romantic relationship with her. And while he's out dealing drugs, you know, he thought he was some sort of kingpin, I guess. He thought, you know what I'm see, saying? This is, this is where I wanted to stop. Because do you see how he's, how he's saying he's some sort of kingpin, I guess, right? This is the thing, bro. When it comes to athletes and the end of their career, okay, you get hit with a hard reality. That for the past twenty, he he played Wisconsin, right? So I'm sure he graduated and did all that. So he's probably at 21, 22, 23. So for the past 18 years of your life, that's what you have identified with. You know what I'm saying? You've received that that validation throughout throughout the entire time of your life. You, you've you've received that clout. You've received people screaming your name and yelling at you and and, and hype that you're you know getting on the field that you exist. Going from all of that to having to, to nothing at all, you see what I'm saying? It's deep. Me myself, bro. I was, you know, I got involved in that stuff myself. But the thing is, the beautiful thing about about my story and about how you know I navigated through all that was I was able to utilize the people around me. You see what I'm saying? I was able to I was able to find a, a woman right that changed my life. That's as simple as it gets. She came into my life, and she had no idea I was doing any of this stuff. You know, I, it was all behind her back. But what she did was, is she brought an understanding to me that there's more to me. There's more to my life. Now, in his position, he got involved with women that were doing that stuff. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's completely different. And I say all that to say this. When you go from having all of that clout, and you, you go from having people screaming and shouting your name in, 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 in a way that's like, th he's, th he is, he's the man, to, to going to being absolutely nobody, that's the, that is the hardest part, you know? And to get involved into the drug scene, it gives you that sense of, of you know, worth again. You know, and like I said, I could tell you that myself, you know, you get involved with people that, you know, aren't any good for you, but you don't care in that moment. You know, you, you care about getting that, you know, that love and that, um, and that acceptance again, because the majority of the time, if you don't, if you don't have the, you know, the capabilities of, you know, having a family that puts you in a, a situation where you're able to say, you know, this my, my dad has a, uh, you know, a business that I'm able to just jump into that I've been working on since I was in middle school. Then you're lost. Let's get back into it.
saying <laughs> that he would have to deal with all types of informants and people coming after him that he decided the best course of action would be to take her life not only take her life but the life of her friend Brittany McAdory at the same time the reason why this to me is a shame is because RIP to the uh to the two women though you know what I mean because it's it's absolutely terrible and I'm not saying that I'm and I'm an advocate for this guy but I'm playing devil's advocate you know what I'm saying I'm just I'm staying in the middle and I'm saying okay this is the situation that he was in you know what I'm saying? And this is this is what's happened. OK, uh, as you guys know, if, you, if you've watched my, you know, my channel, what I do is, is I do play devil's advocate and I give both ends and both sides. Right. It's wrong what he did. Right. But what I do is, is I expand it and I show you, hey, you know, this dude, <laughs> it's, it's his situation. You know what I'm saying? It's what he's gone through, you know. So RIP to these two women, man. Because. The fact that this guy had two roads he could have went down. He was a standout wide receiver in college. Now, again, he didn't make it far in the NFL, but there are other routes he could have taken. His brother, Antoine, is a now, you know, after his playing career, has become a wide receivers coach for. Hey, bro. He, he, He's stupid. He didn't get that chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't get that chance, bro. That that wasn't his story, you see what I'm saying? That's that's where that's where I that's where I you know I have to come in and say like you know that he he's not 100 percent correct in this. It's not it's not right to you know I understand that you know there's two two beautiful lives that have been taken, but if you think about it, there's really three. You see what I'm saying? Let's get back into it, man. The Detroit Lions. You know, Antoine could have done the same thing, but of course these guys can't leave the streets alone either because they feel like they have something to prove or they really are not intelligent enough to find another outlet. See, when you make it out the hood, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Hood of whatever uh, situations you had growing up. Why would you want to go back to that? Is it the allure of being in the streets? Is the money that easy? The allure of being in the streets. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see do you see the tonality? Do you see the tonality? The allure of being in the streets? Is it is it the money? Come on, Jay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to start no beef or nothing, but coming from someone who has, you know, been in that position, it just so happened that I I had someone that come into my life that made me change. Imagine imagine if imagine if I never got that. I would have continued the same thing. You see what I'm saying? I, I can't say that I would have, you know, went this far. But I mean, if if he stopped playing at 20, 23 and now he's 33, that's 10 years of him being in the game. He it could have been anything. Because I when I see these black men ruin their lives and falsely because that's what and uh that's what marcus did he falsely accused his girlfriend of being an informant when she wasn't and ended up ending her as you see it wasn't that she was an informant it was that he thought she took her stuff but it can go either way you know what i'm saying it can go either way 
life and her friend's life at the same There's time. a lot more to the story than, you know, than what the news is telling you. I'm cornering them while they were sitting in a car near a gas station. He didn't help matters because he's being seen with, you know, blood on him. Just, just dumb, right? Just dumb. Right. He's not, in the, he's not. And in the I know we can't blame CTE for this. We got to blame ignorance. A lot of these. Come on, Jay. Come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. We, we, we got to. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. Black males are, you know, no matter, you know, what success they find at one point, they still go back to what they know. And what do they know? Criminal activity, being a dope dealer, fast money. You don't have the resources to go out here and get legitimate money. It's deeper than that, bro. Like I said, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. You know, you can't be, you can't be that, you know, that small and minor about the situation. It's deeper than that, bro. You know what I mean? Like I'm telling you, imagine your brother that you played football with your entire life. He gets to go to the league. He gets to go. And and you 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 are nobody now. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't mean nothing to nobody, and that's what you 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 feel like. Regardless of what people tell you, oh man, you know what I'm saying? We we care about you, A, B, C, D, F, G, all the way down to Z. But the thing is, is it's it's about what's in here. You know what I'm saying? It's gone. He he played for Wisconsin. That's a big ten school. Tens of thousands of people at the game every time. Every single game. You walk around campus and, and people know who you are. Oh my God, that's you know, that's Marcus. And your brother goes to the league. And you don't go. We gotta we gotta think deeper now. We gotta think deeper. We gotta think deeper. That's why I'm here. I refuse to believe that. This guy Marcus had way more resources than most but did he? to do better in his life, and he didn't. But did he, though? And he didn't, and he made a mistake that has cost him his freedom because he did make we're going to get into the fact that he was recently convicted because his trial, his trial was delayed for almost two years, and now they have fully convicted him and we're going to get into the particulars of what happened here and how this bozo has ruined his life. He's stupid. Now he's going to be behind bars. And the sad thing is that his brother had to sit at, at the bozo. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, like, like I said, I'm not advocating for what he did. But at the same time, it's just like, I, like I've said this whole time, man, it's deeper than that. You know what I mean? Like, look at him. Does he look does he look like? He would take it back. Like, like, let's say, let's let's run the tapes back, right? Let's run the tapes back, and let's say that he he did go to the league, or let's say let's say that he didn't get involved with the people he got involved with, and let's say, or let's say, like I said earlier, let's say his family had a business, and from middle school, he he went to, uh, went and and helped his his mom, helped his dad in the business. And right after college, had had a job waiting on him, had, had had a will waiting on him, had a trust fund waiting on him. 
his brother's in the league making millions of dollars, and he has to go get a normal job. He's like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? I need that validation back. I need I need that back in my life. And it's deeper than what people believe, man. He's not a bozo. He 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 made a mistake. He 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 either was, you know, tripping out or he was withdrawing, which neither neither makes it okay. Right? But we are all human beings. I say that all the time. We're all human beings. We all make mistakes, some bigger than others. And if you're a follower of God like me, if you steal something and you kill somebody, it's all the same in the eyes of God. Trial. And watch this. You watch your brother, someone you grew up with, someone, someone that you share the love of football with. Go to prison for the rest of his life. Because he couldn't leave the streets alone. Because he wanted to make that fast money. There are consequences to actions, people. And if you choose the wrong route, that is on you. There's nobody else to be blamed that here. That's true. Again, Ant, uh, Antoine was able to make a success. Even after his career, he became a coach. There's no reason why Marcus couldn't have done the same thing. Because that was his story. This kind of reminds me of Michael Vick and his brother, Marcus Vick. What do you Vick. mean, bro? You see what I'm saying? What do you mean? There's no reason as to why. The reason why he took these steps is because he, he within that moment, after he could, couldn't get into the NFL, I don't, know, I don't know his story of getting to the NFL. I don't know if he did, you know, draft. I don't know none of that. But he, that wasn't his story. That wasn't his path. So it's not that it was that simple. His brother went to the league, right? And, and the majority of the time people go to the league, it's politics. That's why you have you know, one and dones or, or, or rookies who get, you know, drafted in the first round and they don't even play. So it's not, it's not necessarily that he was like, oh, I'm just going to choose this route because this is what I want to do. I want to be a hood, Nick. <laughs> I, I, I want to I get into the game. That's not true, bro. It's not true. Because Marcus Vick has been in and out of trouble, in and out of jail. Michael Vick, he had his issues. He went to prison for dogfighting, but he was able to turn his life around. Now he has a regular gig on TV. When he got out of prison, he still he went back to his football career. But even after that, he went and got a job on TV. Now, I don't know what Marcus Vick is doing these days, but that's just... That just Do you see what I'm saying? Michael Vick and Marcus Vick. Two completely separate paths. And just like he said, it always seems like it's the brothers. It's one doing well and the other that's not. Think about it. One goes to the NFL and the other does not. You trying to tell me that if Mike Vick didn't go to the NFL that he'd still be able to be on TV? It's two completely different paths. My dude got, he just got too deep. He got too deep. And it turned into something that he would have never imagined, him nor his family. This how it seemed like these, you know, these siblings who get into sports together is always that one always that, that seemed to they can't keep things going, right? So let's get into this article first. This, this talks about how the trial begins and some of the details surrounding 
Marcus Marcus Arandalel. This according to WKOW. So the trial of former Badgers football player Marcus Randallel begins Tuesday with a prosecutor saying Randallel suspicious surrounding the suspicion surrounding his uh, dope dealing led him to ending the life of yep. two women. Randallel, who's 36, played wide receiver for the Wisconsin Badgers more than a decade ago. Like he I is the brother of former NFL standout Antoine Randall. All these fans. Look at all these fans. And it ended at a snap of a finger. Low. And at unless the time you through it, you don't you don't understand it. You don't understand it. You don't understand it. You don't understand it, man. Of the incident, Sierra Winchester and Brittany McAdory on February 10th of 2020, Assistant Rock County District Attorney Gerald Ubrick. Uh, said Randall was a dope dealer and involved romantically with Winchester. Do you see what I'm During saying? His- he got involved with the lady who was involved in it. And this is the thing, right? So it was 20, 2019. I had stopped playing. I moved to Columbus, Ohio, trying to figure out who I was, trying to navigate what was going on. I get involved with, you know, some people that aren't conducive to weren't conducive to what I was trying to do with my life. But I didn't care. Because over a course of a couple months, I just felt unaccepted. I felt un- un- understanding, not understanding of who I was, where I was trying to go, where my direction was, because my entire life I was focused on how I can be the best at football to get into the NFL. When that doesn't happen. You're in shambles and you need acceptance. You need somebody to say, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? You still cool. You, you know, you still the man. So I got involved, you know what I'm saying, with them people. In 2020, I ended up meeting the love of my life. And she, she gave me that word. And we would have these conversations super early in our relationship, you know, where I would get upset because I would want to go out and party. You know what I'm saying? I'd want to have a great time. And she wasn't really on that wave. You know, she was more focused on, you know, just chilling, you know, having a great time with each other or, you know, having a great time outside of doing that. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have to be, it didn't have to be with me exactly. But she didn't really like going out. She didn't really like drinking. And the one thing that I would, I would tell her is like, you know, well, she would get super upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, you know, it sucks. You know, maybe, you know, we are meant to be together. A, B, C, D, F, G, all the way down to Z. And I'm like, look, bro, at the end of the day, you know, when I would snap back into it, I would say, this is the thing. Imagine the both of us having this same type of, you know, understanding of how life is supposed to be, of going out, drinking every day. You know, the thing is, is when you do that, you're unhappy with yourself. You're unhappy with your life. So I was like, the thing is, is I appreciate the fact that you don't do these things. Because it'll make it way much easier for us to stop. You don't, you know, you don't want to have a family, right, and then be stressing about, are we going to go out or, you know, this, that, and the third. At some point in your life, you're going to have to stop. So if you have two people that are doing the same thing, it's going to be 10 times, 12 times, 30, to where you might have to go to rehab. 
So I say all that to say this. This is exactly what happened with him. He got involved with the lady that was involved with what he was doing. So they continued. Now he's 32, 33 years old, still doing the same thing. So that's, you know, at the end of the day, like I always say, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying what he did is wrong, but I'm giving you the reason, and I'm giving you a a different understanding because everyone that you see is going to bash his name, is going to bash everything that's going on, It doesn't make him a great person. But like I said, we are all human beings. His opening statement, Urbic said Randall L. wrongfully suspected Winchester of being a police informant. Urbic said another woman attempted to assure Randall L. that Winchester wasn't an informant apparently backfired. Ultimately, I think it had the unintended effect in his own twisted mind that Sierra was a snitch. Urbic says, let me me tell you something. If you're not built for the streets, if you're not built to be out here dope dealing, then you shouldn't do it. The fact that he thought that his girlfriend or woman. He was romantically involved with was trying to destroy him. Let's mean. I don't know if y'all seen what that lady looked like. But <laughs> it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up real bad. No, that he was very fearful out here and that he really wasn't built for it. Urbic said Winchester was in the driver's seat of Macadora's Jeep with Randall L in the back seat. When Randall he L struck the seat of his girl's car and let it go, let it loose. Let it gotcha, bitch. Let let it loose, boy. Crazy. Winchester Urbic told jurors, even though McAdoo was uninvolved with any drug dispute, her mere presence was enough to make her another victim. Mm. I think at that point in time, the defendant concluded that he could not leave any witnesses, so he took care of her too. Urbic said, "This guy thought he was living a movie." This guy really thought he was going. Did he really think he'll get away with this? Nah, he didn't. Like you think that you you think that you have it bad with your dope dealing, man. You just you took the lives of two white women. Nah. <laughs> you stupid. Like what do you think was going to come of this? Stupid. Or two non-melanated women. What do you think was going to happen, Antoine? Seriously, not Antoine. Excuse me. It, it don't matter if they were white, black, whatever. You know what I'm saying? If they got. <laughs> if you walk into a gas station, you know what I'm saying, with blood on your hands, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? G- good luck to you. Good luck to you, brother. Uh, what do you think was going to happen, Marcus? Unbelievable. Urbic said McAdory tried to run away, but Randall L. followed her and, faithful and fatally struck her. Urbic characterized the victims as being brutally executed. Taxi driver Michelle Edwards Horton testified she came upon Winchester in the road near Janesville gas station. I proceeded to her. Baby, are you okay? Are you all right? What happened? Edwards Horton testified 
She asked Winchester, who was unable to respond. After her testimony, Edwards Horton broke down sobbing in the courtroom hallway and was assisted by court personnel. Urbic said Randall made a getaway to Illinois in McAdory's Jeep, but ran out of gas. He said Randall left blood on a container in a plow truck a driver's vehicle when the driver took him to a gas station. Urbic said a gas station worker saw blood on Randall as Randall begged for money to pay for gas to continue his escape. That's crazy. How you a dope dealer and you ain't got no money? That's how you know. This guy was a That's broke you know. dope dealer that didn't have. That's how you know, right? That's how you know this dude ain't never been doing none of this or been around nobody that does any of this. The majority of people I know that, that sold, you know what I'm saying? They was all broke, all using their stuff. You know what I'm saying? You use your stuff when you ain't getting sales because you need a fix to, you know, to, to get over the fact that you're not getting no sales. You know what I'm saying? It's very common for, for, for Nick's not to, you know what I'm saying? It's very common. So you, you, from the stories that you see on TV, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got all kinds of the money and stuff. But that's not, you know, that's not the general population of niggas selling drugs. At all. I, I'm used to hearing about dope dealers having money, right? I've never heard a story <laughs> where a dope dealer was trying to make a getaway and he ain't had no money. <laughs> like, bro, you in the wrong type of profession if you don't have no getaway money. I mean, there are guys that sell dope that, you know, they have, you know, wads on. They have like rubber bands full of money, you know? But he ain't had no rubber bands. He had no bands. You know, he ain't had, he ain't had, he ain't had a couple. He ain't had no quarters on him. He ain't even have two or three dollars in quarters. <laughs> but he's out here ending people's life. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, he really didn't have anything to worry about if he ain't had no money on him. Because because if you ain't got no money. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That's that's generally when it happens. You know what I'm saying? When you don't have the money. And and if if what they're saying previously is true. You know what I'm saying? If they're, what they're saying previously is true, that he he thought she stole the money from or stole the you know the drugs and stuff from her, from him. Then and you broke. I mean, it, I mean, it all makes sense to me. I'm not saying that it's right, like I said, but I mean, it all makes sense to me. I don't know what this dude's talking about. Money doesn't mean you ain't got no sales. Like what's going? <laughs> he didn't even have his own car. <laughs> he was riding in the back seat. <laughs> Like what's going on here, man? This is this is this is just crazy. Randall L's attorney Craig Powell said post to social media quickly began accusing Randall L of the crimes. Powell said Randall was in Chicago and could have evaded the law, but instead surrendered to authorities to clear his name. Powell said uh, some trial witnesses close to the victims are biased against Randall L. He asked jurors to refrain from rushing to judgment. Well, it doesn't help that there were witnesses that saw him with blood on him. That don't help. And that he was driving around in one it's of the wrong. women's it's Jeeps. 
Urbic said another former Badger football player will testify during the trial. Urbic told jurors that former player was also suspected by Randall L of trying to cheat him. Do you see how they keep saying former player? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Former player. He's always a football player. So in his head, it's the same way. It's it's the same way for him. Or interfere with Randall Lell's drug dealing. This guy was just paranoid. The thing is, is they don't care that you used to play football or you used to play a sport until something like this happens. They don't they don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they they, they don't care. So as soon as something does happen, boom. Now you used to play football again. But but try to go somewhere and be like, oh, I used to play football. They, they would just brush you off like, oh, okay, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Okay, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because there's new there's, – there, just like how they say uh, there's, there's a, a girl turning 18 every, every single day. There's, a, there's a, a new top football player every single year. Out of his mind, man. Let's get to the conviction. This is according to NY Post. Marcus Randall, a former wideout for the Wisconsin Badgers and the younger brother of former Steelers star Antoine Randall, has been convicted of the 2020 slayings of the two women in Wisconsin. Uh, the AP reports that a jury found Randall guilty of two counts of first degree homicide in the, mm. the uh, deaths of Sierra Winchester, who was 30, and Brittany McAdory, who was 27. Wow in Janesville, Wisconsin. A prosecutor said during the case that Randall believed Winchester was an informant to police, that he was selling drugs, and that he also ended McAdory to eliminate her as a witness in the first slangs. While a weapon has never been found, investigators tie Randall L to the crimes through surveillance footage and Try me, text messages the defense made the case that the state did not meet the requisite per- burden of proof but randall declined to testify on his own behalf in the case marcus i love you you can't stop me from saying that son the defendant's mother said when the verdict was read according to janesville gazette the truth will come out mark when Randall was arrested in 2020, investigators had concluded that he was in the area at the time of the incident and had planned to meet the women. They believed that he stole their SUV after the slangs and later ditched it in Illinois. Randall was out of jail on parole at the time of the slangs. He had previously served time for abducting his daughter via weapon. So this guy might be an all-around yeah, POS. Listen, man, POS. this guy has a lot of issues. This guy put himself in this situation. He has nobody but himself that to blame. That is true. Yeah, His- take accountability. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm not, I'm not choosing sides. I'm not saying that you know what he did was right. I'm not saying what he did was you know was was something that is worth praising this dude for. The whole situation is wrong. I'm just letting y'all know and bringing to, to y'all's, you know, front front porch or bringing it across y'all's desk, you know what I'm saying? And letting you know that this is what happens. Once your sport is over, bro, this is what happens, Jay. You, 
not everybody's story is is so laid out like that. This dude's ten years into the game. Anything could happen ten years into the game. His brother shouldn't blame himself. His mother shouldn't blame herself because ultimately this guy made his choice. There are two women who are no longer here that should be here, but his paranoia and his lack of being good at what he did as a dope dealer made him paranoid and made him take the lives of women that he shouldn't have. One of those women he was involved with. Just imagine you were involved with a woman and one day you say to yourself, I think she's trying to snitch on me. I think she's trying to get me caught up. You never know. Let me tell you something, not all the time, but most times when women are really in love with a guy and when they really care about a guy, they will do whatever it takes to help that guy stay out that, of trouble. I've seen that this. There are women will, who will go through great lengths in order to keep the guy that they are with out of trouble. I've seen that too. I know that firsthand. And that might have been the case here. But again, because this guy ain't by, and he he's not built for the streets. He's not. He's a wannabe. Because gotcha, most of bitch. these dope dealers are not trying to take the lives of their girlfriends because they know when they have a real one and when they don't. They're they're out if they're trying to take out anybody, it's people who are competition. Or stupid. People who, I'm not going to let you get the have chance. a lot of information on them and have and have a reason to want to uh, get them turned into the authorities. But I, but a lot of times I don't see these guys trying to harm the women that they're with because they trust those women. But you didn't have any trust in the woman you're with because you didn't know what you were doing. You were way out of your depth. You are a college football player. Okay. Your brother is a, a is a coach. Thirty years old. You are a college football player. You see what I'm saying? Hey, you, you gotta look. You gotta look into it. In the NFL, he's a former player in the NFL. Though there are different routes you could have took, but you took this one because you really want you wanted to be somebody in these streets. You cared so much about it's wanting not, to be somebody in these streets. These streets, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not just in these streets. It's deeper than that. And get that easy money when you weren't even making money how you gonna make a getaway and you ain't even got no money you begging for money it ain't about the so money, let me know something in the comment section well let me know your thoughts like this video and share yeah, follow yeah, me bro. on you know what i'm saying y'all go ahead and uh show my dude uh jada black some love give him a, you know what i'm saying a little subscribe and, and like his video i'll like this one too for now you know what i'm saying he he's the man i appreciate you bro for you know breaking that down but you know, as you guys know, y'all you, you know what I stand for, bro. You, you know what I stand for. And the hardest part of, of an athlete's life is is once once the game is over, bro. Now, if you play, like, soccer or you play something that is um, – you, you can play pickup basketball or whatever, it's different. But if you if – you, let's say track and field, you know what I'm saying? And, you're, you, you know, you, you throw the discus. You're not just gonna be throwing, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not the same. The competition aspect is not there. And and, and with football, you know, I know firsthand. You you can you can throw the ball to your, you know, your homies or whatever, but to strap it up and get after it and have thousands of people screaming at you, giving you that validation, 
There's nothing like it. And you, you can't bring that back. So, you know, y'all go ahead and hit that like button. You know what I'm saying? Slide to that subscribe. Hood. And roll right into that notification bell for all future videos and updates. Leave a comment as well. Let me know what y'all want to see. And I'll see y'all in the next video.